Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. As Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages of the Bible, like the coronavirus, which is a birth pain of pestilence, our Messiah Jesus spoke of in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and other places, I teach Bible prophecy on this program. Also, I teach things from the Bible that will help us overcome obstacles, help us to be fruitful, blessed, and ready when our Savior Jesus comes for us in the clouds. Now, I wrote a book called Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, and I've been going through a teaching series from that book. First, a word of prayer, then we will go into the fifth promise of seven of the Abraham Covenant. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, there are so many obstacles and difficulties and struggles in this life, especially in this generation, but you've called us to overcome and to be a blessing and to be blessed. We thank you, Father. Bless every viewer who's watching today, Father. Please, in Messiah Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well, our foundation of this teaching series is that born-again disciples of Messiah Jesus are children of Abraham by covenant. We saw that in Galatians chapter 3. The Lord made seven promises to Abram, later named Abraham. Those promises are in Genesis 12. Uh, I call this chapter of my book that I'm teaching from today, the short line, the short line. It's the fifth promise, I will bless those who bless you. So imagine a line of people, you're standing in this line, and as you get to the front of the line, what are they handing out there? A bag of gold, yeah? And, and certainly you would think that would be a very long line where people are trying to get to the front to get to their bag of gold. Yet there are blessings much better than gold waiting for those who bless Israel especially in these days. Yet that line is a very short line compared to the long line where the curses are handed out that are in the next promise that I'll talk about the next time I go through this teaching series. So the fifth covenant promise is one of the most neglected and yet readily available promises of blessings. Ignorance and confusion, which certainly are not from the Lord, has produced a short line Ignorance and confusion has produced a short line that, logically speaking, should be very long. So few are receiving the blessings being handed out in the I will bless those who bless you short line. Now, if you pay attention to this teaching, 
you will have instant access to this great blessing. And I'm not talking about the out of balance prosperity movement teaching doctrine. That's not what I'm talking about. For Jesus people who tap into this blessing, there is a tangible difference in their lives. Why? It's simple. They're blessed. They're blessed. To understand this promise, it's absolutely essential to better understand the concept of biblical covenant. Have you ever heard this statement, a friend of yours is a friend of mine? That is a covenant statement. When they made ancient Bible covenants, they took on or put on each other. I'll explain. <clears throat> they committed themselves to each other in their identity, friendship, and protection, and in other ways. Uh, think of old Western movies uh, where two men made a blood pack. Uh, they cut each other's hands and shook them, commingling their blood. Well, in ancient covenants, they would walk through the blood of cut animals and make covenant promises. Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit did this with Abram in Genesis 15. He came down represented by a flaming torch and a smoking oven. Yet he put Abram to sleep. Why? This obligated Elohim to perfectly keep the promises, not Abram, as breaking a covenant was at that time punishable by death. Only the Lord can flawlessly keep covenant, and he did not want to kill his friend Abraham. Messiah Yeshua fulfills the blood covenant concepts and that of the animal sacrifices in the Moses covenant to save us from our sins. Now I'm going to read a long swath of passages. Stay with me. We're looking at Genesis 15. So he said to him, the Lord said to Abram, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve I will judge afterward. They shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall return here for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying, to your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cabanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. And think of this, when it says there he made a covenant, in Hebrew it says that he cut a covenant. He cut a covenant. Now look at Messiah Jesus fulfilling this in Hebrews chapter 9. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Now, a great example of putting off and putting on, mentioned a moment ago, is found in the prophetic writings of a prophet named 
Samuel. Here we find David, who would later be Israel's king, making or cutting a covenant with Jonathan, the son of Saul, king of Israel at that time. They would have put off their outer garments and weapons belts and put on each other's. Now look at 1 Samuel 18. Then Jonathan and David made cut a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. They were putting off themselves so they could put on each other in covenant. They were saying, your friends are my friends. Your enemies are my enemies. And this would pass through to their descendants, this covenant responsibility. This kind of covenant and all its stipulations would extend to each other's descendants. We who have believed in Messiah Yeshua are commanded also to put off and to put on. See this in Colossians. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And just quickly, uh, when it says there's neither Jew nor Greek, what it says is everybody is the same at the foot of the cross. Everybody needs to believe in Messiah Jesus to be saved. And when we are saved, everyone is equal in the kingdom of God. Yes? Anyhow, Jonathan's father constantly tried to kill David to keep him from taking Saul's throne. Yet the Lord had already anointed David to be king. He was the king in waiting. And by the way, this is a great picture, an Old Testament type of King Jesus who is waiting to return and sit on the throne of David, we see that in the David covenant in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. So, though, son, though Saul attacked David and kept him on the run for years, when Saul and his sons, including Jonathan, were killed in battle, David sought out any descendants of Jonathan. Why? So that he could bless them according to the covenant. Why? Because that's what you do when you're in covenant. Yes, Jonathan had one descendant who was crippled from an accident as a small child. And David sought after him and David found him. Uh, Then King David set a place with an honored seat at the royal table for Mephibosheth. Say that three times fast. For Mephibosheth because of the covenant with his father, Jonathan. Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened as she made haste to flee that he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth. Now David said, Is there anyone who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth? And he answered, Here is your servant. 
So David said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. That's in 2 Samuel 9, 6 and 7. Elohim made a covenant with Abraham and his descendants. He designates those covenant promises for Isaac and Jacob and changes Jacob's name to Israel. And there are other descendants who are from the nations that are part of the Abraham covenant by faith in Messiah Yeshua. We'll talk about them when we get to the seventh promise of the covenant. Now, some assert that because many, if not most, of course, of the children of Israel have not believed in Messiah Yeshua, it means the blessings for those who bless Israel are finished. First, it's essential to know that Messiah Jesus is the only way for forgiveness of sins for everyone, Jew and Gentile. At the same time, it's also important to know that Elohim is keeping this covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, which requires him to fight for the Jews and the nation of Israel. Adonai Savaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven, is also committed to bless those who bless them, especially in their time of lostness. This is the way of the Abraham covenant. And understanding, accepting, and then activating the promise of blessings for those who bless the nation of Israel and the Jewish people in the nations will place you in this short line containing much better blessings than a bag of gold. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about practical ways to bless Israel today. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals 
that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today. Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In this segment, I'm going to introduce practical biblical ways to bless Israel according to the fifth promise of the Abraham covenant. I will bless those who bless you. The first is the gospel to the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. You see, Yeshua came first to his brothers, Israel, and his gospel is still first to them today. That's not popular, though we see this as we look at the life preserver our Father has provided for Israel and the nations, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one thing we know for sure, as much as people like to change the Bible, His Word never changes. You can try to change the meaning as much as you want, but His Word never changes. Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Just as the gospel is still the power of God for salvation, it's still for everyone who believes, it still is also to the Jew first and then the Greek, meaning the non-Jew. It's really poor Bible interpretation to say otherwise. And poor Bible interpretation is very common today, but when we rightly divide the word of the Lord, we see that the gospel is still to the Jew first, and we can rightly divide the word of the Lord, which we see in 2 Timothy 2.15. It was the Lord's plan to scatter the Jewish people all over the world. He sent the gospel life preserver then to the Gentiles, while the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel are sinking in their sin, and the Lord Yeshua has specifically called the Gentiles to cast them, the life preserver. Romans 11, I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? Certainly not, but through their fall to provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Now, if their fall is riches for the world and their failure riches for the Gentiles, 
how much more their fullness. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, if by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them. For if their being cast away is a reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? Here and in Romans 1.16, we see Paul, the greatest gospel witness to the Gentiles, explaining our Savior's designated order in throwing out the life preserver. It is to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. And very few Christians have been taught to operate this way, but those who do are very blessed. They have intentionally planned a lifestyle through their churches, missions programs, Jewish outreach ministries, and individual lives to share the gospel of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. And another passage explains why they are so very blessed according to the fifth Abraham covenant promise. The Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, is breathing these words through the Apostle Paul and through disciples of Messiah Jesus today. Romans 10, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. So then, sharing the gospel and partnering in the kingdom of God to make the Jewish people disciples of Messiah Yeshua is the most important way to bless the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. Again, remember who our Savior was talking to when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no way to God but through me. He was speaking to the lost sheep of Israel. This being true, without the gospel, the Jewish people will perish and go to the same hell and everlasting punishment as the Gentiles go to without Messiah Jesus. Secondly, I want to talk about prayer for the Jewish people in and outside of Israel. You see, the prophetic plans of the Lord are in full swing right in front of our eyes in this generation like never before. The center of it all is the city of Jerusalem. He called the city of Jerusalem the city of the great king, himself, King Jesus. Then how can Jerusalem also be called Sodom and Egypt in the book of Revelation? The reason is, is that the city of the great King Jesus is under attack today. And the primary, the primary weapon is judgment-provoking sin. Yes? How do we activate the fifth promise of the Abraham covenant during our time as children of Abraham on the earth? The Bible once again gives the promise of the blessing in the form of kingdom prosperity that most in the body of Messiah are neglecting. I suppose they have all the blessings they want, not me. And by the way, this is not to be confused with the unbalanced prosperity movement teachings. Again, the Lord does bless financially, along with many other ways. Yet the spiritual sense of being pleasing to the Lord and being fruitful with kingdom fruit that will remain forever in His kingdom is the greatest blessing. The call is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem with the promise of kingdom prosperity for those who love this city, the city of the great King Yeshua. 
Psalm 122, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. And then in Isaiah, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. Truly, in my heart, I love Jerusalem. We love to drive there as often as possible and obey this command to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We even have a Jerusalem prayer moment frequently on our program. It's important to pray for the salvation of the Jewish people in Israel and the nations. You see, Jewish people outside of Israel that are in the nations, they are still Israel because they descended from a man named Israel. Israel is the land and the people. And again, Paul's prayer should be ours. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Well, Lord willing, next time we'll look at comforting Israel according to the fifth Abraham covenant blessing. And we'll look at detailed activation points of practical ways to bless Israel. But I can leave you with something that can get you started right now in a special way. You can go to our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, blessingisraelibelievers.com. I shared a little bit about it at our break co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. There you can find very practical ways that you can start with today, along with the things you've heard on this program. But first, before we go, I wanna share with you the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Maybe you're watching today and you've never been saved. And just like our Father's heart aches for His people, Israel, to be saved, He aches for you to be saved as well. Have you truly been born again? Has your heart and life been changed that I was a sinner, condemned, and now I'm on my way to heaven in the kingdom of God to live in eternity with my Father in heaven because I've received Jesus, the Lord who died on the cross for my sins. He was raised and there was a time where he showed me I needed to repent of my sins and follow him, put my faith in him alone. Has that happened to you? If not, cry out to him today, oh Lord Jesus, save me. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. Save me today, Lord Jesus. I want to turn away from my sins and follow you. Amen. If you're crying out to him that way, there's information on your screen. You can contact us. We'll send you a free brochure to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Oh, folks, now is the time to look at the designated blessings of the Lord and to walk in them through the minefield of this generation. Hallelujah. Remember, like never before, watch therefore and be ready. Watching the program today, Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Then he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore 